Hey everyone, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. Last few episodes, we've had some great interviews. The teams behind the Vogu Collective, Robotos, the Doge Pound, and Oni Force. We also did our first NFT giveaway. Stay tuned for future NFT giveaways. Go ahead, like this video, subscribe so you will know when we are doing more giveaways. And joining us later on today's show, we are welcoming back the Doge Pound to talk about that launch of puppies and what's next for this widely followed collection. We'll get into some headlines and talk about some of the big events and movers over the last week. So stay tuned, guys. This is The Roadmap. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Awesome, guys. Yeah, loving that intro video. Loving everyone who has tuned in today to the roadmap. Again, our new NFT show on Benzinga. Uh, if you're loving the NFT content, go ahead, press one in the chat right now. Let Benzinga know that you want more NFT news and shows. Uh, and without further ado, I've got to bring on uh, my wonderful co-host here. We've got Maz. Maz, what's going on, buddy? Yo, what's going on, Chris? How you doing today? I, I'm doing great. There, there's some big things to talk about. There's some mints going on today. Um, we got a lot to talk about in headlines. We've got a great interview, and then we've got some upcoming drops to talk about at the end of our show, too. So hopefully everyone stays tuned. You can hear about three drops that uh, I know at least I'm watching. Um, but Maz, yeah, there, there's so much to talk about. Uh, I want to start first with an item that we covered last week. There is a Sotheby's auction going on for Board Ape Yacht Club. So this lot includes 101 Board Apes. Uh, it also includes some uh, mutant uh, serums. And, and it's got two of the rarest Board Apes, right? Two gold fur, which are among, you know, one of the rarest traits. So Sotheby's, when they launched this, they had an estimate of 12 million to 18 million. When we talked about it on the show, I said, hey, I think that's under, right? I think it's going to go for 25 million. And, and then Maz, you said, wait, I don't know. I think maybe it could go for 25 to 30 million. And, and here we are two days away from the final price of the auction. It's got 41 bids and right now has a uh, price of 19 million dollars so ahead of the Sotheby's estimate but right now below mine and yours what do you think Maz uh, any revision to that 25 to 30 estimate or you think we creep up there over the next couple days I still think we creep up there uh, I think the last day last couple hours it's going to get pretty wild um you know it's funny I've been in some Twitter spaces and I've been hearing a lot of the apes uh they kind of they, they were talking about maybe combining funds and purchasing it themselves or you know there's definitely different strategies out there for people to be able to buy these apes we may see some anonymous bidders or some big bidders come at the end and depending on what they want to do with it i mean it can get pretty uh it might get pretty wild what do you think yeah you know I, i'm still 50 50 on whether this ends up being an anonymous bidder or it ends up being you know a, a big person or company right yeah. Part of having some of these NFTs, you know, and having them as your PFP it is kind of the the showiness of it, right? Being able to show it off, being able to say, hey, I own this. This is now my, you know, intellectual property. So for someone to buy the lot anonymously, I wonder if eventually we're going to find out who it is. Otherwise, I think we may know right away who this is. And, you know, I could see the community, you know, aping in together, pun intended, and, you know, getting mm -hmm. this collection. But also I could see, you know, as I've said, Maz, I, I still kind of think a media company, if you're smart, th this is a great way to grab one of the most successful NFT projects. You own the rights to 101. You could do a, a cartoon, a TV show, a movie, uh, consumer property, licensing. I mean, there's so many opportunities for for a big company to to grab a big piece, you know, you don't get this opportunity every day to, to get 101 at once. Exactly. So I guess we'll find out on it by the time our next episode rolls around, you know, what they close at, I believe, because they're closing in on Thursday, right? Yep, so it Thursday closes on Thursday. You yeah. know, now that you say that, I don't know the exact time. Let me pull this up and see yeah. um, if it will be, yep, 10 a.m. 
10 a.m. Eastern time. So it will be before oh, nice. our next show airs, Maz. So great point. We'll be able to talk about that final price on Thursday's episode. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing. And also, you know, Maz, do you think that the the auction final price, is it going to have a huge impact on the floor price of apes? Or, or do you kind of think that it's just a, a one-off here for, you know, the, the valuation of apes? I think it depends who's the buyer, right? I think if it's a big buyer, absolutely. Anonymous, maybe. Um, but I think who the buyer is really does matter in a situation like this here. Definitely. All right, Maz. Well, over the weekend, uh, and since we had an episode last, we have had some mints, some projects that launched. There, there's so many of them. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to highlight a, a couple that I was looking at. We had uh, Clever Girls which was, you know, dinosaur raptor based. Um, you know, I, I was looking at getting in on that project. Uh, it had its mint. Um, we are below the mint price now with the floor. Um, I actually really like the 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 artwork on this one. Um, yeah, so there it is. I like the artwork. Um, you know, their their roadmap. I'm still diving into to see here. Um, but anytime you get these projects that are, you know, below the mint price this quickly after, I wonder if it can, you know, regain that steam. Uh, have you looked at this one at all, Mass? I have not, no. But I mean, I do like the artwork, but I've seen that trend happening a lot lately in NFTs, right? Their launch, it goes up temporarily and then it goes below mint price. Um, so it's interesting to see that because the artwork looks great, but I don't, I don't know much about the community uh, behind it. How about you? Yeah, you know, they did have a pretty strong Discord, um, and, and I was diving in there. Um, but again, you know, right now, just kind of on the sidelines and looking. Um, another project that launched that we covered on the show last week was Ethereans, right? Yeah. So Ethereans, um, it looks like the floor right now is there's one at 0 0.07, really that's 0 0.08, um, which I believe the mint price was 0 0.07 on this. Um, so hanging out right around the the mint price for the floor. Um, I, again, I like the artwork on this one, but it looks like you know the the buzz here was you know pre-reveal when these were going for you know 0.15. But I mean, look at those; they they look kind of cool. <laughs> um, what what do you think of this project, Maz? I mean, we both uh, you know talked about minting this, but ultimately ended up you know uh, not doing it. Yeah, I mean, I like the art. I think the art's really cool. Um, yeah, I signed up for the pre-sale. I've been active in their Discord at first. Um, there's a strong community behind them. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they do end up rallying up or just get more holders, you know, through time. You know, these prices below mints are attractive to people if they want to get in. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I'm a fan of the work. Definitely. And then, you know, we have to talk about, uh, you know, these these text NFTs now that became popular oh, yeah. over the weekend. So first we had uh, Loot, then we had Bloot. Um, we've had other spinoffs as well. Um, Maz, I know you and I have talked about Bloot. You know, you, you've done a couple Twitter spaces. I own Bloot. I also own Sloot. I'm not in loot at all. Uh, you know, if you're if you're watching this and you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, these are you know a, a new project and it's got words on it instead of an image and it looks like it could be linked to you know a game in the future. There they are. There's those loots. I mean, one of the most popular projects over the weekend. I mean, Maz, I I bought mine. I think you minted yours. You bought some yeah. after. I grabbed mine for 0.18. Um, we shot all the way up over two ETH floor um, on the Blutes, and now we're back down under one. Uh, people who owned a Blue also got base gold, right? A, a new cryptocurrency, yep. which had huge value. Um, what, do you, what do you think uh, about Loot, Blue, and all these derivatives? I know you love Blue. Are you looking at the others? Are, are you just kind of holding the line here? What, what's the plan with uh, the, these text-based NFTs? So it's interesting, right? Because they're freedom mints, right? So you pay gas fees, freedom mints. Um, there's royalty fees for the creators. So that's where they make their money on the back end. So, you know, I got into Blue because, you know, I'm a big fan of Beanie. You know, I like all his work. He posted a tweet about it. So I was like, you know, let me mint a couple of these. But I think what happened after is what made me really bullish on all these projects was the community that formed behind it, right? So the Discord has over 10,000 members in about three to four days. The very first day, there was the free uh, base gold for loot, loot holders. 
you know, which is now at one point was worth almost, you know, three Ethereum. So that alone is amazing, right? Seeing the community come together, they're building projects on the back end. Um, it just reminds me of, you know, it felt good being a part of a project, like a startup from the uh, floor up. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. I know Beanie mentioned, you know, he wants to make base gold uh, an NFT currency and use it with others, his other projects. So we'll see where it goes, man. How do you feel buying it, uh, you know, on secondary and holding it for a couple of days? You know, I was quite happy buying this one at 0.18, right? And being able to get, you know, the base gold and also seeing the floor go up to two. Um, yeah. I want to own more blue, right? And I wish I would have owned more when this was happening. Because to be honest, if I owned more blue when this thing hit two ETH, you know, I might have sold one just to, to get back some profit. And uh -huh. I'd be comfortable buying back in today with that floor under one. You know, Beanie has, he's had some big promises for this project. And yeah. Beanie has performed well, right? I mean, we've seen Punks and Pixel Vault, other projects he's attached to you know, have been highly successful. And for him to come out and say, like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make base gold valuable. I'm going to do yeah. everything, you know, to help out blue. I, I mean, again, I, I, I'm a little upset I didn't get in at the mint price, you know, of just gas, but I, I was there trying, right? Trying to get in those numbers and, and getting this off of the secondary market, you know, at 0.18. Um, I'm comfortable holding it. And like I said, I, I'd like to own more blue, as far as the base gold goes, I think that's going to be extremely valuable in the future. I just wonder, you know, obviously we saw crypto crash today and base yeah. gold coming down too. So, you know, part of me wants to sell some of my base gold when it gets back up to a dollar. Because again, I mean, it's a it's a, a game, right, where you play opportunity cost. Would you rather just sit on a project and, you know, hope it goes up in value over the next couple of years or, or would you rather pull some money out and put it into other projects that are launching? You know, it's kind of which can you do better? Can you make more money with the rising value or can you make more money, you know, buying and flipping? So yeah. I, I'm kind of on the fence uh, of what to do now with Blue and that base gold. Well, see, Blue for me is one of those projects that I just want to hold. I don't really look at the floor price too much unless I want to buy more. Uh, just being in the community, I've already gained so much value. Just getting the base gold, I've already gained so much value. It's been three to four days. And then looking even at Bingy's history. So yeah, this is one of those projects for me that I will hold. And the floor dips and it gets good, then I may add another one. Similar to uh, the Doge Pan, which we're going to have early, uh, later on today. You know, there's so much value in being part of the community. And I love projects like that. Definitely. And I mean, we're, we're seeing that with Blue, right? A huge yeah. Discord, huge following. Um, again, I want to hold my Blue. I want to buy more in, you know, below this, uh, this little dip we're having right now. Um, yeah. You know, I was actually surprised to see it dip below one again. Um, and that's where I would be looking. I think it was 0.75 last I looked. Um, you know, for anyone out there, again, this is not financial advice, but if you missed out on the Blue Spike, uh, get in the Discord, follow, you know, Maz and me on Twitter, um, get into a spaces that Beanie does. Uh, you can learn all about this project. And I still think there's a ton of value coming for it. And for that reason, like like Maz said, I, I, I just want to sit on it, right? And see that valuation increase, you know, as more projects come out. And, and then speaking of uh, Beanie, you know, and uh, the Pixel Vault, the Punks comic, we did start to get some of these meta heroes coming out, right? And this has been a highly anticipated project. If you owned a Punks comic, you could, you know, burn, um, you could earn a meta hero. Uh, these things, I mean, they just look phenomenal. This artwork is actually done by Chris yeah. Wall, who is formerly with uh, Marvel and some of the biggest comics and companies in the world. Um, you know, this thing, I, I don't even know what the floor price is anymore. It, it was like eight. 8 ETH last I looked, yeah, 8.29 ETH floor. Um, and again, there's going to be more of these coming out. This is just the start of it. Uh, Maz, what do you think of Meta Hero? This is one where I'm mad I didn't get involved in at the start. And I don't have 8 ETH today to buy one. Yeah. But I think this project is just, I think it's going to keep going up. Exactly. Yeah, same here. I'm priced out of that. But again, looking at how they're bringing value to their holders, you know, this is a perfect example. The artwork's great. You know, they were able to get an amazing artist. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're rewarding people that have been with them from, you know, the beginning when they were, because how, how, uh, how much was a pixel vault to get in? 
Well, I think a punk was a punk's comic, like point two, I think, to to mint originally. Um, you know, and and you've gotten so much value out of it, right? So exactly, you know, again, but I'm in that boat, Maz, where it's almost like I missed the boat. I, I need to just not worry about this one, let it go because I'm priced out. But you know, again. It's validation, I think, in a way of Beanie, right? Beanie's attached to Pixel Vault. He's attached to this project. He's brought some value. And yep. now the question is, can he do the same for Blue? You know, uh, same with stocks sometimes, right? You bet on, you know, the people behind them. You bet on the CEOs, the founders. I think same way with the NFTs. You know, you bet on the people behind them and also the roadmap, you know, as our show is called. So, uh, for that reason, you know, I'm bullish on Beanie and bullish on uh, Blue and uh, Meta Heroes here. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you know, we do have some data from, from Crypto Slam, which prices out the, the top 10, actually more than 10, um, by sales volume each day, each week, each uh, month, and lifetime to date. So they actually didn't include blue in their list, which I was surprised on because I think that one would have been number one by sales volume. But they have loot listed as number one. Um, But the surprising thing for me, Maz, were some of the risers and the fallers. So Punk's comics were up 24%. I think that goes without saying that people were getting in so they could get that meta hero. We also saw V Friends up 68%. Gary V's uh, launch, which he said had some very... uh, uh, big tweets out, right? Talking about how if you want to be in V Friends, get in now because September is going to be our month. And I think people are taking him at his word and they're getting in. And then also the Doge Pound, right? Which we're going to have oh, coming yeah. up in a couple minutes, came in at 10th place on Crypto Slam's weekly list. Their sales volume was up 148%. So you can see what doing a new airdrop, right, with puppies can really do for one of these projects anything stand out on those gainers for you mass i mean the doge pound for sure i'm looking at you know loot again you know they set the example so it's crazy seeing them as number one um i'm going to be interested to see the following week now that loot's been out and all these other derivative projects are out seeing how that changes as well and seeing where the trend is you know because i think we saw a change in trend over the last week or two of projects you know if we look at the decliners will see some of the top projects were down a bit as well yeah and since you said decliners some of the the big fallers for the week we saw mutant ape, ape yacht club fall 58 percent in sales volume board ape fall 54 percent and crypto punks fall 81 percent so again that doesn't mean that the floor price fell that much that just no. means the sales volume so basically the the transaction interest was down those are three of the biggest projects out there but they also came off a huge week right so i think yeah. This was just kind of a, you know, a reaction to, you know, having that huge spike last week. It was bound to come down. But I'm real curious to see what happens over the next week and if some of those projects can, uh, you know, regain their their luster here. Uh, Maz, we got to mention real quick before we bring on our great guest, we did have a drop in the price of Ethereum today. Um, at one point, I saw it dip down to 3,100. It looks like we're back oh, yeah. up to 3,500. What What do you think of the dip? You know, anyone who's been in crypto for a long time, you know, this is it's pretty common to be highly volatile. But this was a pretty big dip all at once. And, you know, what do you think of that, Maz? And does it make you, you know, want to add to a position of Ethereum, you know, knowing that it's probably going to go up this year? Yeah. So, I mean, if you've been in crypto long enough, NFTs long enough, you've seen, you know, drops like this, you know, they're, they happen every so often. And every time it's been a good buying opportunity, I bought some extra ETH today. I didn't buy enough uh, at around 3,100, but you know, that's the name of the game with the crypto. You know, it's very volatile. If you believe in the technology behind it though, if you believe in the systems and the economies being built, you know, you take these as buying opportunities. Um, so to me, I always welcome these drops, you know, whether it's temporarily or not, uh, because I do believe in the technology behind ETH and NFTs. So what about you? What do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I was getting ready to add to my position. And before I knew it, it was starting to spike back up, right? Which I should have known was going to happen immediately. <laughs> um, so I did not add to it, but I'm definitely following along to see what happens. But, you know, it wasn't just Ethereum. It was uh, the majority of the cryptos all falling at once. Yeah. Um, so I think it was just, you know, an event. And I think, uh, you know, 
the the dip happened and if you missed out on the dip i think you know now we're going to see prices stabilize the the rest of the day at least um but without further ado maz i mean we, we talked a lot about headlines we do have some mints to talk about at the end of the show but before we get to that we have a very exciting interview you know, Let's it's actually it. our, our first repeat guest on the show, right? We've been doing the show for a couple of weeks and we had to bring back the Doge Pound, right? One of our most viewed episodes ever was talking to uh, the Doge Pound and they had this event where they did puppies and we've got to talk all about puppies today and also what's next. So, you know, joining us on the roadmap today, we have the Doge Pound and that wonderful avatar like before. What's <laughs> what's going on? Welcome to the roadmap. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Of course. Well, welcome back. You know, uh, let's dive right in, right? So you had this launch with, with puppies, right? And it looks like on the surface, highly successful, went off without any glitches. But we always want to know the behind the scenes, you know, and, and how these projects happen, how they, you know, are successful or not. Were there any uh, problems with the puppy launch, any last minute things, you know, that came up uh, with this launch of, of puppies? Uh, no, there wasn't any big problems. I think it was a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of a new experience for people to figure out how to go onto our our website and, uh, you know, choose if they want to reveal their puppy or not and, uh, and mint it. So there's a little bit of a new concept that was maybe a little bit tricky at, at first. Cause I think there still is a lot of people, uh, in our project that, um, have done limited things with NFTs and minting. So, um, no, not any problems per se, but maybe just a little bit of a learning curve uh, with the process. Yeah, great point. I mean, I mean, the NFT market is evolving. We're seeing lots of new people in. And, you know, with that being said, anytime there's a new event, whether it's a, a mint, an airdrop, a fusion, um, you know, sometimes there is confusion. But, you know, I've been in your Discord. You guys have been more than helpful to, you know, anyone oh, yeah. who had you know, problems or questions, but, you know, I, I just thought I would ask to see, you know, if we could get any secrets uh, on the launch of this project. Uh, another question I have, you know, we saw obviously the the floor price of the Doge Pound, it, it rose significantly going into the launch of puppies, right? Because everyone wanted to get a puppy. And then after puppies were launched, you know, as expected, we did see the floor price, you know, fall. Um, there may have been some some selling there. So my question for you as a, a creator, as a leader of an NFT project, how much do you pay attention to the floor price? Is it something you're looking at or you're not worried about because you're worried about, you know, the community and the engagement? Yeah, you know, I think uh, myself, similar to a lot of people, you, you can find yourself at times getting kind of obsessed with looking at the, the floor price of an asset. Um I, I try not to look at it too much. I have different, uh, you know, KPIs that I look at as as the leader of the project. Uh, for me, I, you know, I I've been stressing this for so long, but I want to continue to see, you know, our Twitter grow, our social media grow, our unique holders in the project grow. I want to continue continue to see our Discord grow. Um, for example, I think our unique holders in the project has gone up every single day since we've launched, which I think is great. And I actually thought it would dip after the puppies like that we lose um, unique holders in there in the, the OG collection, the adult dogs, but actually has continued to rise. Um, so yeah, I think yes and no. I don't think it's really, especially now with the, the whole NFT market down, it's can be a little bit scary or even if you're trading other assets to sit and look at the, the price all the time. Uh, yeah. You know what I tell most people is, uh, you really got to invest in things that you believe in long-term, invest in communities and teams that you believe in. And, uh, you know, in some of this, you got to just go along for the ride. Um, so when the NFT market's down, it's a little bit hard. But I also think that some of these blue chip projects, uh, something that I'm trying to get us to be, I think they'll they'll rise even harder when the, the market's going in the right direction. Absolutely. That's a great point. And I've noticed a lot of projects, you know, what they look for is unique holders as well. If you can get unique holders to grow, you know, that's always a great sign regardless of floor price. So I'm excited for mm -hmm. that. I love the community. I go on the Discord every every now and then and such a big community. Uh, so that brings me to my question here is, what are your favorite traits for the puppies now that they've been launched? I've seen a couple that I personally love. I want to hear what yours are. 
<laughs> uh, so I, I love like the the one that has the cat on its head. I like that one. I, I still yes, like, I love that one. <laughs> I still like the slime ones a lot. You got a little like slime ball on the head. That one's that one's pretty cute. Um, yeah, that one right there, the diamond tail. Uh, I like, you know, to be honest, uh, I don't know. I maybe like the artwork slightly better for the puppies. They're more, I think it's maybe offers a better wide range. They're just cute and cuddly and anyone can really love them. But uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, I like the slime. I've always liked the slime in both collections, the slime and the. Yeah, those are cool. The Absolutely. Awesome. So, yeah, now that puppies have launched, right? So, again, how. You know, I see there's already a lot of things lined up for the Doge Pound. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about the 3D collection, the Steve Aoki and Trey Songs collab as well? Yeah. Yeah. So next is the, the 3D collection. It'll be another mint that all the it'll be a free mint for all the people that hold the OG dogs, which is the the, the adult dogs. Um, we're going to have exclusive music in there from Steve Aoki and Trey Songs. Um nice. It's probably going to be another two to three months, really, realistically, be, before we release the 3D collection. It's really a, a big project. And we had been working on the 3D collection for about a month. And I, to be honest, I wasn't really uh, fully happy with the results. So we're starting over a little bit on the 3D work to make sure it's something that people love. Uh, you know, for me, if we're going to release another collection, I don't want to just release one for the sake of releasing one. I want to make sure it actually adds value and it's yeah. something that's loved by the people. So. Um, yeah, that's the next big uh, piece of artwork, I guess you could say, that's coming in the collection. Um, we do have the Diamond Paws token, which is a deflationary aspect that we're trying to add to the collection as well. Um, we have a mobile app that our community members have been making that's actually now in test flight, and it's being, being tested. It'll probably be deployed on the just the iOS side. Um, I don't know for sure. I would say realistically in the next one to two weeks, we already have it approved on test flight. So it's pretty fast to get it approved to the app store after that. Um, nice. And then, yeah, I mean, I could go through a whole uh, long list of things if you want, but um, yeah, a lot of no, exciting could, things coming. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Steve Aoki and Trace songs? You know, how involved are they in the project? And, you know, I mean, I see them post about it all the time and I love that. Yeah, they're, they're pretty involved. Uh, you know, Steve, uh, Steve, uh, he's even hinted at maybe letting, I don't, I don't know for sure. There's a possibility that maybe, uh, people that hold the Doge pound, like they might be able to get into one of his concerts at some point. He what? talked about, oh. wow. I don't know if like, oh. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say everyone, but I think there's a, you know, a chance that some of the holders would, would get that opportunity. Uh, you know, he even threw around the idea of like, you know, he likes to smash cakes on people's face and stuff like that. <laughs> I think there's a good chance we'll see a Doge pound cake being smashed on someone's face. And um, so the, as far as the music though, um, Steve Aoki, it's going to be by his record label and Trey songs is directly by him. And uh, I'm trying to think, trying to figure out if there's any other creative ways that we can use the music within the collectible. Cause the idea is to have it playing in the background, kind of like a fluff world type vibe, a 3d yeah. collectible with music in the background. But there might be extra utility or some kind of concept that we can come up with that can either like further amplify the the value, I guess you could say, of the music. Love no, that's that. that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, two big names to be involved and, you know, you might as well utilize them. So it, it sounds like you've got some plans. It also sounds like Steve Aoki's got some plans, um, you know, looking forward to hearing more updates with that. Uh, I have a couple questions as far as community engagement. So, you know, outside of you know, launching new projects, we also are starting to see, you know, some interaction in the form of we have a Call of Duty tournament coming up mm -hmm. for uh, Doge Pound members. Can you talk a little bit, you know, did this come about from the Discord and the community? Um, how did this start and when will we get an update on when and how this tournament is taking place? Yeah, I think the idea, well, one, we haven't done any, you know, big community events yet. So I wanted to do something for the community. And um, as far as influences, influencers in our project and holders, we do have a lot of professional gamers that hold the Doge Pound. And we have a lot of connections with them, you know, the owners of FaZe Clan and things like that. Um, so we just thought it was kind of a perfect alignment with some of the influencers that we have involved. Uh, as far as the dates, it keeps getting pushed back a little bit. I'm, I'm quickly realizing that it's a little bit harder than I thought to organize a big, you know, a big, big gaming tournament. I think probably the first or second week of uh october i think is when it'll happen um 
Yeah, and then it's going to be pretty cool. Basically, if you're a holder, you're going to have a chance to play with one of the professional gamers. Uh, I would say we have at least 15 to 20, you know, real professional gamers that are holders wow. in the Doge Pound. Um, get a chance to play with them or one of the team members or other celebrities. So we're uh, basically right now I'm getting quotes from uh, companies that that do this for a living, host tournaments. And I, I think I should be able to give everyone a date. I was hoping by the end of this week, set the final date for it and, and get people excited for the event. Will we see any uh, exclusives as far as prizes for the tournament or would it just be, you know, Doge Pound NFT, Puppy NFTs? Um, anything you can share on that front or is that still all being ironed out? Yeah. One thing we were talking around is if we want to make the tournament, if we want to flat out call, you know, like the Doge pound call duty tournament, or if we want to give it more of a generic, like, you know, maybe, uh, you know, for lack of better words, maybe like, you know, the NFT call duty tournaments, and then we could kind of encompass more NFT brands. So I think, uh, at the very least, we probably will have a handful of NFT prizes as well as a, a cash prize for whoever wins the tournament. So, um, the original concept we were throwing around was, would be $10,000 to the winning team. And then just a handful of, of NFTs from various companies that we can give away. So I think it'll, it'll end up being probably a pretty big event really. Yeah. I mean, that sounds exciting and yeah, you've got some big, you know, gaming names, uh, sounds really fun. Um, yeah. my, my other thing that I've seen, you know, Doge Pound do, and some of the other NFTs have done this is, you know, but you guys call it a pimp our Doge contest, right? Where you <laughs> ask the community for derivatives, uh, you know, for fun artwork tied to the original project, you know, uh, why is that important and how much fun is it to go through all these entries in the pimp our Doge contest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a super fun event that we did. I, I hope we can do that again soon. Uh, I think we held that maybe a couple of weeks back, but uh, I think you'll see us probably do many more events like that. That's a lot simpler for us to put on than something in a Call of Duty tournament, but it really shows uh, the amount of creativity that comes out from the community and how talented some people are. It's actually yeah, pretty those. amazing. Those are, those are awesome. <laughs> so I, I'm loving it. Uh, you know, do, do you take any inspiration from these and say, hey, maybe we could do uh, some more Doge Pound NFTs and, and uh, include this artwork in it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be cool. The next step for us, uh, maybe I can give you guys a little bit of a teaser, but the well, the next idea, I can't say that we're, you know, fully have any of the artwork done, but we're starting. So the 3D collection is being worked on now. And then the next collection that we'd like to release is more of a, you know, something that plays more into the space sci-fi, that alien type like theme. So you'll start to see dogs that maybe look more alien and sci-fi like. And, you know, maybe we'll take a play kind of out of the Board Ape Yacht Club book a little bit to a certain extent where maybe you're given a treat and then uh, your dog, you know, evolves into this other form of a, a doge. So that's that that will be coming. We're actually, you know, going through the conceptualization for it right now and coming with how we want it to look. But we'll probably be able to show some sneak peeks of that, I would say, in the next one to two weeks. Awesome. <laughs> that's well, all. you guys, you guys heard it here first. A, a little teaser, um, you know, of something we have to to look forward to there. Uh thank thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. So just a little bit more on that. So any collabs or partnerships with big brands or anything like that that you guys are working on. Or is that something that you guys strive to do as well? You know, now that you've created a you know nice NFT project here. Yeah, I mean, some of the more interesting companies that I spoke with recently within the last couple of days are um, <laughs> where, where this is most likely going to happen. To we're talking about doing something kind of like uh, Pokemon Go, oh. um, where you'd be able to log into it would be the the partners application, their mobile app, and then you'd be able to walk around and collect dog treats and earn an nft um through that experience we're we're testing it right now I, for me really the biggest thing and i'm sure a lot of nft projects run into this the biggest you know learning curve is catching up with the technology and figuring out what you can all do with nfts so for me i'm just on phone yeah. calls all day long with 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 various people that are building technologies and protocols in, in the space and the more that I talk to him, the more different forms of utility that are coming out that I think is going to be super fun. Uh, really quickly, the other one that I thought was really interesting that I spoke with is a company that does AI for NFTs. So they kind of make smart NFTs, so to speak. Um, and we're going to do a case study of this as well. I don't know how much we'll roll it out into the Doge Pound, but uh, it would be a case of you'd be able to train your dog to be able to speak 
speak for himself. So you train him how, like maybe his personality is he's very angry and he likes to bark at everyone or you train him how to, how to act and how to be. And then you can actually full on have conversations with your dog and make user generated content. So it could, you know, you could sit here and ask questions like it could do the interview by itself. <laughs> That's <Wow>. insane. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So some of those things, we do have some other partnerships. We're trying to expand into the dog niche a lot more yet. So I want to do more partnerships with uh, various dog brands. Um, and we still have our charity experiences that we need to expand on. And yeah, I mean, pretty much for me, all I do all day is, is talk to, to brands and influencers and try and <laughs> figure out what we can do next with the Doge Pound and kind of just stay ahead of the fast moving environment. Absolutely. Yeah, it's exciting because as NFTs scale up, you know, more people, you know, join the community, it's going to be interesting to see these global brands, like you said, you know, dog brands or, you know, other brands try to collab and, you know, partner up and create these awesome things for NFTs. So it's exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah, I think it's super exciting. I think what we see now, uh, not even in the Doge Pound, but in the NFT space as a whole, you know, what we see now and what we see six months from now, I think is going to be completely different. Um, exactly. Yep. It's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, John, uh, a question here. You know, you, you've done two interviews on Benzinga now. I, I've also seen you do some Twitter spaces. We've seen some Ask Me Anythings. Uh, you know, why is it so important to remain engaged with the community, you know, uh, a long time after this project launched? Yeah, you know, community is really the most important part of all these NFT projects. Uh, you know, understanding culture and communities is really, you know, that's what makes all these projects go around. Uh, so having good ties into the community and coming up with fun ways to keep them engaged. And I think it's, you know, again, like I said before, it's always going to be an ongoing effort. So maybe if we do this, you know, Pokemon Go style thing, maybe that's more of a, you know, participation style token that some people do and you can earn this and it's a free NFT that you get, but it gets more people in the door. Um, yeah, we're, we always are going to have to continue to, to figure out what we can do to to widen our audience and, and get people to, to feel involved in the community in various ways. Absolutely. So I was telling Chris earlier that I follow you guys on Instagram and I've noticed there's not a lot of NFT projects there, you know, so that brought my question for you is where do you see opportunities for social media platforms to start engaging more NFTs? Yeah, so I think, you know, a lot of the uh, interactions that happen right now, uh, at least in the crypto space and NFT space, you see a lot of it happening, you know, mostly on Twitter and, you know, maybe yeah. secondary on Reddit and, and YouTube. Um, so we do a good job on, on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is still a learning process for us to figure out how we can reach more people and, um, you know, get conversations started there. Um, yeah. But we're, you know, we're trying to expand everywhere. You know, we're also looking to paid acquisition now with Facebook ads and maybe we'll do Twitter ads. We'll probably test Reddit ads and uh, Brave ads, Brave mobile. Um, so it's a big you know, it's a big focus for us to to continue to reach to be more omni-channel besides just being Twitter and, and Reddit and other places. Uh, I think we, you know, there's room to expand everywhere. I think we need more long-form content for YouTube. We need, the audiences exist everywhere, right? It's just a matter of how can you effectively reach them. Absolutely. Um, and what would you recommend to someone that wants to join the Doge Pound community, but they have no experience with NFTs? What's the first step they should take? You know, I think maybe the most like, uh, interactive way to join and to get to know about the doge pound is probably most times just to join the discord i would say it's mm -hmm. you know where we have the most in-depth conversations and and we keep people the most up to date with announcements uh, obviously we're always talking on twitter and you know our various social media channels but uh discord is definitely where we you know share the most information and it gets you a direct way to, to talk with other community members as well and you know i think it's you know the best experience i guess you could say absolutely Awesome. Well, I am seeing some questions in the chat. I wanted to highlight one here from, from Andy. Uh, can the 3D Doge that launch in the future be the same as the OD Doge we own? So my, my guess is that the 3D Doge is going to be random, but can you maybe uh, clear that up for uh, this user here? Yeah. So we this is actually another thing that we've going, been going back and forth on. Do we make the... 3D collectible the same as, uh, say, one of the OG dogs. The original idea was to make it exactly the same. And 
I think we probably will stick with that. Um, there's pros and cons to both. Um, but if we were to make it random as well, I think it maybe opens up the chance for a bigger audience. Um, yeah. Someone that maybe doesn't hold the OG collectible, um, that just loves the 3D collection. They love maybe Steve Aoki or Trey Songs and the music. Um, so it's something that we need to finalize actually very, very soon uh, as we rebuild the 3D collection. But uh, I think the plan most likely is gonna be it'll, it'll um, look like the OG dog. You know, try and add value to the, the OG dog as well. Awesome. Uh, well, it doesn't look like we have any more questions popping up here. Maz, you got any more questions before we let the Doge Pound go here for, for the day? Yeah, I have one more question. So now that you guys have been in the NFT space, you know, for, you know, I would say you guys are experienced, you know, considering the space and how fast it moves. Uh, what has been the biggest thing you've noticed that has changed since when you started uh, till today? Uh, the biggest thing that's changed, I, I think we're already starting to see a change in what people are, you know, willing to, I guess, invest in or, or put their money in. I think it's going to become, well, it already is, right? We all know this. It's hyper, hyper competitive. And, yeah. you know, when we saw all these, you know, projects like Loot and, and Sloot and all these other ones that came up, uh, you know, people invested in because it was something unique and original. Um, so I think you'll see uh, less new profile picture avatar projects succeed and you'll see more of unique ideas come out and people that are successful when they, you know, try and do something new and creative. Um, and we have to stay ahead of that as well too. We're not in the position where we can just, you know, uh, sit on our hands and relax. Uh, I want to keep pushing the barrier with various ways that we can add utility and experiences. Um, Love that. Yeah. Yeah, great, great points. Great points there. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with some of these newer projects. Um, and, you know, uh, I know it's a challenge for you every day, right, to, to keep pushing the community of this project, to keep engaging and to also bring more value, which, you know, with that puppies launch, we already saw, you know, a value adding event. Um, we also have the 3D project coming and more from the team. Uh, any other NFTs that you personally, you know, ha have bought into recently or you have uh, looked at that are minting soon? Uh, to be honest, I haven't done a whole lot of in investing recently. I just haven't had much time to even pay. I, even myself, I feel behind on uh, like what's new and what's coming out. You know, I'm constantly, you know, checking OpenSea and, you know, Rarity Tools to see, you know, what's successful. But I, uh, you know, I I can't even say I've gotten in on the mint of a project in months. Uh, I just haven't had any time to even even do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, no, I, yeah. I, I hear you there. There's multiple mints happening every day. So much going on. Uh, we've got an interesting question here from Ryan. Um, you know, Doge Pound, Doge Pound Puppies both, of course, launched, um, you know, Ethereum based. But there's a question here from Ryan. Will Doge Pound release on Solana? Is there any, uh, you know, hint or any ideas being thrown around of, hey, maybe we could launch a Doge Pound styled project on Solana? Yeah. So actually, this is something that we are looking into. Um, I think it is important long term that we just try and, you know, deliver the best experience for uh, our community and if Ethereum continues to have problems long term, I don't. The Ethereum gas fees probably aren't going to be fixed, you know, in the short term, right? Um, so we are. I am talking to some platforms that coexist on Cardano, and I'm trying to get in touch with some platforms on Solana. I don't think we'd necessarily make any, um, you know, rash moves and try and move the whole collection over, but it would be cool if there was ways that the Solana ecosystem or Cardano ecosystem could buy into the Doge Pound or. I could see us maybe doing a small test drop on one of the other platforms to see how it goes and then, um, you know, kind of take the feedback from there. So it's something that we're looking into and there's nothing definitive as of now, but I think it's, we definitely have to do our due diligence and look into some of these things for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Great question, Ryan. You know, we, yeah. we've talked on the show. Obviously, the focus of our show has been heavily on the Ethereum side, but we're also seeing the Solana and other projects pop up. And that, you know, that gas war question, uh, you know, and problem being posed all the time. So uh, mm -hmm. excited to, to hear more, you know, from you guys on that front. So, uh, you know, we're going to let you go, but I know I will be in the Discord and following along on Twitter because you have so many updates coming. Uh, what a great project, a great community. And, you know, 
thank you again for for taking time out of your busy schedule to to join us and talk to the community here on the roadmap. Yeah, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Hopefully we can do an, another call sometime again soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we will see you again and wish you nothing but the best. And, and yeah, we'll have to have you on again, especially with those 3D Doge coming. Um, but have a great rest of your day and we will talk soon. Thanks. You too, guys. Take care. Take it easy. Awesome. Well, another great interview here on the roadmap. I mean, Maz, we had a ton of questions ready, right? And we also got some hints of even things we didn't talk about in our questions coming from this project. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, there were some uh, some uh, hints of new items dropped during this interview that I- I'm really excited about. Yeah, I love the fact that they're venturing out to test different ways to, you know, bring value to holders, not just releasing, you know, puppies. Like he said, they're releasing maybe a, a Pokemon Go style app or, you know, an AI style app. So I can see the potential of holding, you know, the Doge Pound for a long term because of these things they're working on. Uh, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see these companies, uh, these projects start venturing out and, you know, testing new ways for us to uh, get value. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I, I love that, right? You know, they, they like he said, they could have sat on their hands, right? They could have launched Doge Pound. They could have done Doge Pound, then done Doge Puppies, right? Which would have been, you know, fulfilling that part of the roadmap. But yeah. instead, here you have a team, you know, that is, you know, so engaged with the community and also, you know, preparing to bring more value, right? This this is a project, you know, like he said, he wants it to be an OG project. And Maz, I think it's going to get there, right? Any of these projects that have that big of a community, they're growing their unique holders. I mean, I love the fact that that was one of the first things he mentioned, right? Was yeah. how successful they've been at growing the unique holders, not at their sales volume, right? Which we saw them hit top 10 last week. You know, yeah. that that's important, but he's more worried about the unique holders and building this community. And I, I think that shows how strong of a team this is here. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes me excited for them. Um, I know moving forward here, there's a bunch of launches today, right? So do you want to talk about one that you minted today? Yeah, you know, and I hate to talk about this one after having, you know, the Doge Pound on, but we did see another Doge launch today. We've, we've got several Doge NFTs out there. I minted some Doge X. This was one that I talked about. Um, this is from Matt Wallace. He, he's a big name in the Dogecoin space. He's got 250,000 followers on Twitter, almost 250,000 subs on YouTube. Uh, it was 0.08 to mint. Um, the thing that this happened with this project was it actually had so much demand that their website couldn't keep up. So last I looked, I don't even know how many are still available to mint. Um, but I did manage to grab a few, um, but I'm waiting to see, you know, two of mine to still be revealed. Um, but they've got some Elon Musk themed ones, some Billy Marcus themed ones, some Mark Cuban themed ones, their, their roadmap. They've got plans for Decentraland comics and a game. Um, yeah, so there's one of mine there with the dunce cap there. There's my, mm-hmm. my other one. So again, two haven't been revealed yet. There's two of mine. But, but Maz, I think this is a, another example and, you know, lesson, right, where if you're a big NFT project and you are going to have a huge launch, you've really got to invest in the infrastructure. I mean, I couldn't get their site to load for, for minutes and I almost gave up and then I was finally able to get it to load. But like I said, I, I don't even know if the Mint sold out yet um, or if it is still going because so many people had problems with the site crashing and I worry a little bit about that, what that's going to do to the the floor price and, and the demand for the project. Uh, what do you think of, of this project? Yeah, I don't know too much about them, but I do know, you know, like uh, they mentioned earlier in this episode is it's getting very competitive, right? You know, it's a lot of influencers, a lot of people are realizing how lucrative it is to launch these projects. So I think what's going to be interesting is to see the roadmap moving forward and to see how passionate these uh creators of the projects are after they've sold out, right? Because after they sold out, that's when the hard work begins. That's when the value starts becoming, you start creating value. So, you know, I do like the pictures. I just, I, I can't wait to see the value they bring to the game as well. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And this is one where, again, you know, I don't know if I want to hold this for forever. Um, I think Matt Wallace, given his, you know, influence on the Dogecoin community, I think he's going to do enough to get this project to to have some hype, to have some value. 
Um, but again, you know, I, I think in terms of artwork, I would much rather have a, a Doge puppy um, in my portfolio. You know, honest, <laughs> honest comment there, right? Not just because we had Doge Pound on. Uh, but to me, this was more of a, a flip I was trying to do today. And unfortunately, it may not even uh, work out. Um, the other big mints we have happening, I, I mean, we've got to talk about Crypto Dads, crypto right? Crypto Dads. They, they came in full force on the last uh, episode, right? And Crypto Dads, their public sale is on September 10th, so a couple days. But they have pre-sale that started today. Now, I am in the pre-sale, so I have the opportunity to mint three Crypto Dads at the mint price. And I'm real curious to see what happens right away, Maz, with the floor, right? Because this project has huge, huge, huge demand. I mean, the Discord's huge. They've got a ton of, you know, new NFT followers. Um, I, I think this floor is going to take off and people are going to be selling those pre-sale ones, you know, to, to try to get a profit before the public sale. And I don't know, Maz, what do you think uh, the, the floor ends up? I think 0.08 is the mint price on this. What do you think we end up with for a, for a floor before that public sale? Well, yeah, first of all, I'm a big fan of the community. I've been in there since I think before. Yeah, I got in pre-sale as well. It's interesting, man, because we're getting a lot of new people into NFT space, but it seems like a lot of people are just in for a quick flip, right? They buy and they're looking for that quick flip. And then when they don't get it, they undercut themselves and the floor drops dramatically. And then it's... So I'm not sure. I would like to see this project thrive just based off community. And I do like the whole, uh, you know, crypto mom, crypto tots uh, thing they've had going on. So yeah, we'll great, great point with crypto mom, right? So crypto mom's coming first and they, they made it sound like that's going to happen fairly soon, right? So that's the other thing is I don't know how many people are going to be willing to, to sell this, right? Yeah. If you have the pre-sale, you have the opportunity to get that crypto mom, you know, right away. Um I don't know, you know, and with that being said, we could see a huge floor price because there's not going to be a ton available for sale, which, you know, brings mm -hmm. up the whole supply demand issue. But I'm excited about this one, Maz. I I'm going to do my mint on these three, and I don't think I'm selling because I, I want to get those crypto moms. I want to get those crypto tots. And, and yeah. as you said, this Discord, it's a great community. I mean, they have a NFT toolbox in there to teach people how to mint how to set up a MetaMask. I mean, they're all about getting new people into NFT. And anytime you have a community that's supportive, you know, I, I'm a fan. Um, that's one thing we try to do on the show, right, is educate, right? Talk about NFTs, educate on, you know, different terms, different items, different launches. And, yeah. and it looks like, you know, Crypto Dads is doing that. So I'm excited for, for this project. And, you know, I'll be following the price of gas over the next couple of days to make sure I can mint mine, um, you know, when hopefully gas is, you know, at an all-time low. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But, you know, I, I'll try to find a good time. But, Maz, we also have uh, another mint happening in about six minutes. Oh, yeah. We have the sevens, right? And this is one I've been following for a while. I've been in the Discord. Um, it's gotten some hate online because it's been compared to some other projects, right, that have launched. Is it a copycat? Is there some animosity? I try to stay out of that, right? But uh, it, it's got a huge following. I mean, I got to read these stats. It's got... Uh, uh, Maybe I don't have this now. It's got over, I mean, over thousands and thousands on Twitter. They have 44,000 uh, on Twitter. There we go. 44,000 in Twitter. I think 69,000 in Discord or something. I mean, that's a huge 75, number. 75,000. 75 now. How do, you, and, well, how do you build that much? And, and Maz, so 75,000 people in a Discord. And how many are available? 7,000. Yeah. So there's going to be a ton of people that don't get these. So, I mean, you talk supply and demand. So 7,000 to mint, a price is 0 0.07. And, and Maz, we talked about this before the show. They're actually limiting, right? They're uh, doing a max of one per transaction for the first seven minutes of the mint. Then you can mint seven per transaction after that. Uh, I, I kind of like that they're limiting, but I also don't because I feel like we're going to see huge gas just to get one at a time. Um, also, they already have done a pre-sale so they have some available for sale on OpenSea. The floor is 2.38. Um, I mean, that's significantly yeah. higher than that 0 0.07 cost. I, I do like their roadmap, though, Maz. They've got a treasure hunt that they're going to do. 
and then also season two after the treasure hunt. And one thing they talked about was another launch where owners will get priority minting. And they're also launching a DAO and a seven token in the second quarter of next year and a mutation mechanism that will be deflationary and lower that uh, 7,000 even more. So what do you, uh, what do you think of the sevens here, Maz? I mean, it's, it's got a huge following out there. I think we're going to see a, a big gas war today to get these. Well, first of all, I want to know how they were able to get their Discord to 75,000 when their Twitter's 40,000. I just want to know what, what went behind that. You know, what, their, what was their strategy? How they were able to attain such a big Discord crowd? Was, was, part, of um, the pre, was part of the pre-sale that you had to uh, get people to join Discord? That's what I'm wondering. I, I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt that, actually. That yeah. sounds like a great idea. But that's interesting um again the roadmap sounds great you know we've seen a lot of people you know roadmaps look amazing like gary v mentioned though you know talking about the roadmap and executing the roadmap are two different things so it's going to be exciting to see what happens to this project when the hype dies down a little bit and then the roadmap comes into action right so i'm curious to see a lot of these projects there's so much hype around them i want to see what's next you know but i'll definitely keep my eyes on uh the sevens i'll see if i can mint if gas is too crazy i probably won't but I'll definitely see if I can mint one or two. Absolutely. What about yeah, and you? We, and we've got Michael in the chat, you know, mentioning that it, it does look like a copy of Oni Force. Uh, again, I, I try to stay out of the, the battles here, but I know there is some animosity between the two groups. Uh, we, of course, had Oni Force on the show. I, I yeah. love that team. Um, so, you know, I, I'm following the sevens um, and, and I'll be watching to see again, like you said, Maz, how high gas goes. Um, the, you can only mint one at a time. Uh, I think this is one of those where if you can get in, you're going to see immediate value on your your mint, right? With the floor already over, I mean, over two. Uh, that That's pretty insane. Pre-public sale and pre-reveal to be over two ETH. That, that's one of the higher marks I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out in less than two minutes. So we'll see. We'll just see. I love watching the gas go up right when the... <laughs> 12 you can always part. tell. You can always tell. It's like, oh, wait, is there a project minting right now? Gas just went from 200 to 1200. I bet something's dropping. And you always have to be careful because like if you're trying to, you know, buy something off of OpenSea or if you're trying to list something and all of a sudden a project, you know, launches, you could get caught in your transaction not going through or you paying, you know, high gas because of that mint. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch the sevens from the sidelines, I think. I might try to mint one. Um, but, you know, uh, again, like you said, that roadmap looks great. Let's see if they can execute it. And also, you know, uh, one of the pro reasons Oni Force was so successful was everyone loved the artwork. They had a huge community. And, and with that being said, will that hurt the success of the sevens, you know, being in kind of that heated exchange with the seven or with Oni, or does it actually make it, you know, better because it's getting that publicity. So another storyline to, to watch on that front. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll be watching in the next couple of minutes and then we'll definitely talk about this on Thursday's episode. So I can't wait. Awesome. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about on Thursday. We'll hopefully have an interview. Uh, we got a couple in the works. We'll also talk about that board ape auction and Maz will get to hear, you know, how close we were to that price projection. And maybe if we can find out, you know, who it was that actually bought it. And we'll also talk about some of those mints and maybe get into crypto dads a little bit more since they'll be, you know, some numbers to look at on that pre-sale and the public sale Ooh, coming up look soon. At gas. So is oh, my it, gosh. oh, 45, I'm seeing. Okay, yep. Wow. Yep. Okay, <laughs> well, I think with that being said, it's time to sign off. Good luck, anyone yes. out there. If you are trying to mint the sevens right now, it looks like you've got a lot of competition. Uh, but everyone out there, uh, stay safe in the NFT gas wars. And as always, make sure you subscribe to Benzinga's yep. channel and make sure you like the video again. This is the roadmap. We're all about NFT coverage here. You've got myself and you've got Maz. Uh, make sure you follow both of us on Twitter. There's Maz right there. Uh, here is me as well. You can also see it up there with our names. And then we also have the roadmap on Twitter at the yes. roadmap BZ, where we're trying to grow our community there to hopefully do some more giveaways and some Twitter spaces. But as always, make sure you follow Maz and I. You never know when one of us is going to be or both of us are going to be doing a Twitter spaces or engaging on something. So uh, again, leave a one 
in the chat if you are loving the NFT uh, coverage from Benzinga. And we will see you Thursday um, at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks, everybody. See you Thursday. Bye. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.